it's time to strap in and pull those belts one more time as we dive into the True North Racing Podcast with your host, John Morrison. What's up, everyone? How's it going? Welcome back to another episode of the True North Racing Podcast. Of course, it's brought to you by Joe Media Promotions. This week, you guys, on the program, we sat down with Joe Kicks of Just for Kicks Racing. He is a pure stock driver out in Delaware, but is also looking like he's going to make some uh, appearances up at Flamborough Speedway this year uh, before the end of the year in Duro. Hopefully, you guys all had a great weekend. Uh, my weekend was pretty decent. Uh, didn't do too much this weekend, of course, because the young drivers, Canadian Vision Modifieds, weren't racing this weekend. So, I can tell you one thing. It was definitely weird not going to the track on Saturday night. Uh, me and my girlfriend, we kept saying, uh, me and my girlfriend Jacqueline, we were both saying, like, man, how weird is it that we're not going to the track tonight? And we just felt like we needed to, but unfortunately we didn't. Uh, definitely sounds uh, like there was some good racing down over there at... Uh, at, uh, at Flamborough Speedway, even Delaware on Friday night, I heard some of those good racing. I saw some good racing. Uh, Ray Morneau was up there battling with uh, Matt Pritico. Uh, unfortunately, Pritico was able to escape away there. But he was able to come home second, uh, which was kind of cool to watch. Um, he was on here a couple weeks ago, so if you haven't checked that out, out that episode, why don't you head on back and check it out. Um, then today, there was a Sunday, there was a, uh Oscar modified race uh, up at Sunset. Uh Looked like there was a hot rods there, plus uh, Pierce Stocks 500 to win, man. Oh, so much racing here in Ontario and on the asphalt side. And, of course, always on the dirt side as well. Because down at Humberstone and Merrittville, there was events all weekend. Man, we got some great racing going on here in this province. Uh, one thing I'll tell you guys, man, get out there. Go hit up a local short track. Um, it is probably the best experience you can get. Uh, as a heads up, I will be at Delaware Speedway. That's right, you guys. I'm going to go to Delaware Speedway. Um, we are planning for uh, August 20th, the Friday, August 20th. Um, me and Jacqueline, or it's Jacqueline and I, sorry, looks like we're going to plan a little road trip down the 401 uh, West over to London and, of course, up the 402 and arrive at the beautiful Delaware Speedway uh, to catch on some, uh, looks like some Prolate models, Super Stocks, and V8 Stocks. Definitely going to be a good night of racing. Uh, and of course, the next night it's gonna be a long night because we'll be back at Flamborough Speedway on August 21st. Um, I'm definitely excited to get out to Delaware Speedway because it's been about oh, last time I was there was 2016, as you guys will find out in the interview uh, soon to come up here. Before we jump into this week's episode, guys, why don't we head on over and check out what's happening on the driver's seat? Thank you guys so much for listening to the True North Racing Podcast, but. <laughs> There's more, guys. Why don't you go over and listen to the Driver's Seat Podcast because it's definitely better than John's because it's got Megan and I. <laughs> so the Driver's Seat drops every Wednesday morning and it will be available on all major podcast platforms. So go listen, everyone. We want to thank uh, the, the lovely ladies over the Driver's Seat for poking fun at us. Of course, guys, we know we are your number one favorite podcast. They're, they're the second favorite um, but definitely love uh, having those girls on each and every week. It's fun talking to them and see how their weekend went. And, of course, playing Checkers or Wreckers. If you guys haven't checked that out, go check out our latest uh, episode. It's a lot. It's, a, it's, it's always fun. Uh, it's available on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Um, 
or even check it out on anchor.fm you can find on one of your favorite podcast platforms um definitely a lot of fun to uh to uh chat with those girls each and every week so go over and check out the driver's seat um before 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 we dive into this episode thank you to everyone who keeps uh who's buying up joe media and uh true north racing podcast apparel you guys are all my heroes um if you guys don't know that we do have apparel you guys can go buy head on over to our links in our bios on facebook instagram and twitter it'll take you right to the site and everything's right there we got hats t-shirts hoodies uh help us out by supporting the joe media brand pick yourself up a t-shirt uh sweater it's gonna get cooler here soon guys lots of great stuff there um thank you to epic racewear for helping me uh, get the site going hopefully we have um some more apparel happening soon um gotta stay tuned for that guys but without further ado let's jump into this week's episode with joe kicks of just for kicks racing so let's sit back relax and let's go racing this week on the true north racing podcast we're sitting with the team owner of just for kicks racing joe kicks joe how are you man not too bad on yourself i'm doing pretty good man uh how's your weekend uh busy we uh we ran friday night and i crashed on lap four of my heat race so i've been wrenching on the car all weekend oh wow what uh what happened there uh well we were going into turn one and a rookie was on my inside i was going high to pass him going into one and he hit the brakes but didn't turn and just drove me straight into the uh the wall in turn one. Oh. So yeah, Ouch. it was it was unfortunate because it was a it was a big race at Delaware. It was a 75 lap for the bone stocks. And uh I got four laps in my in the heat race, and that was it. So yeah, and obviously, you know, down at uh, Delaware there, you guys you guys are kind of stuck on the inside for the rest of the night, eh? Yeah, we're stuck on the inside. It's not like Flambro where you can load it and then you can go and enjoy the night. You got to load it on the trailer and stand on your trailer so you can watch the show. Exactly, yeah. Um, so how long have you been racing for? Uh, this will be year seven. Oh, wow. You've been racing quite a while then. Yeah. Um, so what kind of made you get involved in the racing? Uh, well, I started off in the demolition derbies and, you know, it, it's not quite the same kind of work to to get the car ready uh but you know it's, it was a one and done right so yeah it's you know i love killing the cars don't get me wrong but you put that same kind of work into it it's it's nice to go more than once for sure so it's, i got a new car and looking at my car in the driveway and uh, i shifted over to uh, uh the high school that my kids were going at and uh I had the students at the at the high school build the car for me. Nice. They built the first one. And that is so, that is that the one you just sold over the off season, or was that a previous one? Uh the one over the off season. Um, I actually uh, sold it to one of my best friends, and he's now running it. Okay. So it was the last car that got done at the high school, and I had it built. I ran it twice didn't like it for no apparent reason and put it on the shelf and went back to my old car and now uh, now my buddy's driving it nice um 
so obviously racing for seven years then uh have you just been strictly racing uh, at delaware speedway or have you been traveling a little bit as well uh, a little bit i ran uh flambro last year uh i ran the 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 halloween enduro yep um i ran that i was supposed to go to flambro yesterday but i was just a wee bit busy trying to fix the car <laughs> um uh, I am scheduled to go to Flambro on the 21st. Okay. Uh, this next weekend, the track is closed for their video shoot. Yep. So on the 21st, uh, I'll be going. So I want to get a couple of runs in out of Flambro before that Enduro. Um, I enjoyed the Enduro. It was great. Um, but I'd like to go and actually race with other race cars, not uh cars that people are going to put in the derby right after that yeah shouldn't be on the track because they're not safe in to me they're not safe you know but it was still a blast oh for sure um well for one thing's for sure i'll be back there on the 21st so i'll make i'll have to make sure and actually uh come by and uh properly introduce myself to you um you won't miss my car (laughs) Definitely not. It's a, it's a wonder bread car this year. Correct. Yeah. Uh, my buddy and I, we, we did the whole Talladega nights. So the car that, uh, that he's driving, it's all painted up as old spice. So we're both running the track together and it's, you know, it's, it's pretty cool to see. Oh, for sure. And I, and I bet a lot of people are just like, those are the two guys I'm cheering for right there. Well, yeah, it took, it took a little bit for people to catch on. Um, because they didn't, they didn't put two and two together. Yeah. You know, if, you know, one car gets at one end of the track, one's at the other end, they don't see them together. And then when they do actually see them together, then everybody realizes what's going on. Everybody in the pits, all the other drivers and all the other divisions, they know what's going on, but people up in the stands, they've now figured it out, but it took them okay. a bit. Hey, you know what, as long as they're starting to figure it out and understand that, uh, you guys are trying to recreate the whole Cal Naughton and uh, Ricky Bobby kind of feel there. Hey, well, you know, what we did, we did it uh, last year. We started, I put El Diablo above my driver's door and uh, the announcer that's in the pits walked up to the car and seen it and just started laughing and took a picture. And then they were going back and forth up into the stands. And I was the fighting chicken for the rest of the season, right? <laughs> I need chicken. So, and then uh, I put the magic man on my buddy's car. And then this year we just, we went all in, right? For sure. And you know, that, that definitely sounds like a, a fun time, especially if uh, both cars are together at a, at a show or whatever. It, it makes a lot more sense when they come up with like, oh, that's even better. Yeah. And that's, that's like, we've had them out for practice and things like that. But I mean, it's just, it's not the same. For the sure. Practice, for all the other drivers they got to see it and then you know they they got to point and smile and and everything else and then all the announcers they got to see it first before the fans did yeah um so we're gonna kind of jump back here try and we, we we like to try and stagger our uh entrances into more stories and whatnot throughout an episode um so obviously you know you started out seven years ago um back then i think Delaware was just running the Enduros, correct? Just the bone stock Enduro kind of deal. Or yeah, what were they doing? I remember I, I used to go back there quite a while and they were just introducing the bone stock division, but they were doing it in a, an Enduro style. I can't, if I remember correctly. 
Yeah, we did the uh, red light, green light when I first started. We, yeah. There was no pace truck. There, there was nothing. Um, you know, if you crashed, as long as your driver's door wasn't exposed, yeah, it kept going. That was my first season. And then my second season, then they kind of were fading away from that. And then we're trying to make us uh, just like every other division, right? Trying yeah. to you know the pace truck and caution laps and the, and the whole shot, right? So yeah, which was kind of nice. I mean, I do miss the red light, green light. It was it was fun, but you know, it makes us a little more official this way. Yeah, because I remember uh, twenty. Oh, was that twenty sixteen then? Yeah, twenty sixteen. Uh, I ran down to Delaware for the icebreaker. 150 i think you guys called it at they called it yeah, back then yeah or the uh i can't remember what it was it was something like that anyways well um, no you back then that probably would have been the pumpkin smasher no no this is uh they, we, did, they did, we this, didn't have we had the ice maker and the ice breakers we had that that, that was, was the icebreaker wasn't that 20 i can't i can't remember but i remember it wasn't the pumpkin smasher i know that because it was springtime when i went down yeah so but no, that, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yep. Um, so obviously, yeah, now you guys have kind of incorporated from more of a enduro style up to a proper um a proper race class, really. And I guess the has it been much of a difference or change or anything, or is it just obviously less beaten and banging compared to a typical enduro? Uh there's there's still some banging and clanging, like there's you know, you get some of the drivers that try and win the race in the first turn and like that, that's never going to go away. Right. But yeah. um, it is less chaos for sure. Uh, you know, the way that we're doing it now, but, you know, we still have our drama nights. I mean, there's uh, that's never going to go away, but I mean, that's nope. that's every track. Absolutely. Um, so obviously, you know, how, how throughout the years you've been racing for the past seven years, how has your career possessed or not possessed pres, uh, proceeded in a, in a way that uh, you feel you've learned a lot more from year one to year seven? Well, year one was, uh, I'm not going to lie. I didn't, I didn't really know. I didn't understand. You know, I still, I ran my car like I was running in a derby. You yeah. know, I didn't understand the tire pressures. I, I didn't quite get it. You know, and it, it took me halfway through the season, you know, and you, you hang around the other drivers and you talk and, and you just listen. Right. And you just learn. And I quickly figured out that I was doing exactly the opposite of what I should have been doing. I would go on the track with my tires almost overinflated before I even turned a lap. And yeah. I couldn't understand why I couldn't hold the, the corners. I was sliding all over the place. Right. So, you know, that. <laughs> that's year one. So now, you know, year seven going in into now and it's, you know, you've got a lot of things figured out. So then, you know, it's trying to talk to some of the other drivers that was, that was me back in the day. And, you know, cause I don't want them to do the same mistake I did and cause an incident. And unfortunately that's exactly what happened Friday night. I was coaching a rookie, told him what not to do. I passed him on lap four, and it was him that took me out, <laughs> took me into the wall, right? So, I mean, it, it's part of it. It's racing, right? If, if I was worried about scratching my car, I wouldn't do it. Exactly. 
it would just be a showpiece, right? Yeah, exactly. So in in the in the pure stock, you guys have a, a, a wide range of different cars. What exactly is um what is your year and model and make of car that you're that you're running? So I'm running an 05 Cobalt. Um, I actually have two of them. Okay. And I have an 05 Sunfire. So I have a backup and then a backup to the backup just in case. Right. Hey, just hey nothing happen. wrong with that. Yeah. There's been a year where I've had to run all three of my cars in one season. Yeah. Because things happen. So. You know what? I always say there's nothing wrong with having a backup. As long as you don't have yeah. to over, over abuse it. I tell my wife that all the time. <laughs> was that her just laughing in the background yeah, there? Yeah, that was her in the background. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't understand. Yeah. Hey, a lot, a a lot of them don't. That. You know what? A lot of them don't understand the passion we all have for the sport and what we need. And hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. As long as they let us go to the track on Friday and Saturdays, we're all happy about it, right? Well, there's a lot of yes, dear, I understand, <laughs> so that I can go play on the weekends. Absolutely. Um, luckily, I, luckily, I, I'll admit, my girlfriend, I got pretty lucky with my girlfriend. She loves to come to the track with me, and she's my photographer. So, you know, I don't have to do a whole lot of, a lot of that yes, dear stuff now. So, yeah. Yeah, um, my wife's there. She's there for every race. Awesome. You know what? That's that's awesome. Yeah, I love the women that support us to to uh to do our thing, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, so obviously, you know, how how's your so I'm just gonna jump up to year seven here in 2021. Um, actually, you know what? Let's talk about 2020 a little bit because I love talking about 2020 for some reason. Um, because it's always a, a fascinating year as to see to hear what other people's um mindsets were throughout the beginning part of the pandemic um and throughout it as well um when you know we heard that we weren't going to go racing in 2020 what was your mindset leading up to leading into crap when is the next when is when are we going to race next and did you actually get out to uh any races last year well, besides the, the, the frost Oberfest one yeah well the way the pandemic started for me is i sent in my my cobalt that I'm driving right now, I had sent that into the high school for the students to build and they were right into it. And then March break hit. And then that's when they decided they were going to lock everything down. So I'm kind of laughing at work until I realized what it actually meant for me. So everybody's trying to figure out what they're going to do with their kids. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't care about your kids. I got to figure out how to get my race car out of the school. Because if that, that was, that would have been locked in the school for the summer. Yeah. So at the last minute, uh, we had to, my buddy and I, we had to go with a truck and trailer and we got it out of the school. Like, I don't know, a half an hour before the end of the day on the Friday when they locked her down. So then my son and I, we finished it here at home. And then, you know, we went, we went to Delaware for some practices and then we went to Grand Bend you know, because you get that itch, right? It's yep. like, I, I can't just walk by these things every day, you know, and you get out and you get in your daily driver when you got these these race cars at home, you got to go. Yep. So we went to Grand Bend and, you know, we had some fun there. You know, we went back to Delaware, had a couple practices and just got the cars dialed in, ready to go because we still hadn't 
been officially told that Delaware was going to shut down. Right. And then yeah. Flamborough had their, you know, their, their COVID schedule. So I went there to help out some of the other guys like Jordan Morris and Rockwood and guys that run there as well as, as Delaware with me. So I went and I helped them out because I'd never been to Flamborough before. So I went to help them and then uh, went and ran there myself. What was, uh, what was, what was the first, what was your first thought of Flamborough when you got there? Uh, I loved the way the track is set up because you're not trapped. <laughs> you're not trapped on the inside. Yeah. Right. So, and the visibility and the view, it doesn't matter what side you're on, what corner you're standing in or whatever, you've got the full view of the entire track. And then the other part is um, just the way they handle all the cars. Doesn't matter who you are or what you run, here's the rule book and either follow the rules or put your car back on the trailer and go home. For right. Sure. So I, I, I can appreciate how they do that there. Um, Delaware, they have their moments, right? You know, they've had a couple misses, but, you know, they're getting better for sure. Yep. But, you know, it, it's how consistent um, everything is at, at Flamborough. Like it's things happen on time and on schedule. And, and you know, I like that. Yeah. I'll admit that's the one thing I do like about being at Flamborough is the, uh, the schedule format that we have. So it, it works out for everyone. Yeah, and it's, you know, you know when you got to be uh, in your car and ready to go. And if you're not there, well, it's whether you were home. starting first, well, I guess you're starting last now. Exactly, you know? yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then you you ended up running the last the, the Enduro at the end of the year. Um, what was that kind of like for you? How did, how did that race go for you? Uh, uh, it, it started out great. Um, I ended up breaking, I, I broke an axle. Um, I only got 32 laps in, but I had just gotten past all the chaos at the beginning of the race. Okay. Right. Cause you can tell drivers that aren't drivers, that they're just out, you know, they want to try it and I get it. You know, we were all there once. Yep. Um, once we got past all of that, you know, I, I snapped an axle and there was, there was just nothing I could do. Yeah. Right? But all the Delaware guys, I beat all of them out, but two. So, I mean, there Nothing was a little bit of victory there that I took my oldest, my slowest car that I had that I was going to retire at the end of that race anyway. So it was one of those, I don't care what happens. Yeah, we're just gonna send it and then hope for the best. And well, the car ended up breaking, but so I okay. built another car to to go again for this year. I've already built it; it's already ready to go. That's actually the car I'll be taking to Flambro in two weeks. Okay, it's the second. It's the second Wonder Bread car. Okay, so that's definitely gonna be fun then. Yeah, I'll, I'll be uh, I'll be enjoying that one because I like the track. Um, obviously it's a little tighter, yep. little, little smaller than, uh, than Delaware, but it's, it's still fun. It's still a quick track too. Absolutely. Um, I was, I'm always curious as to what outsiders who come to Flambro 
think of it because that is a that is a track I go to because I of um, the other work I do have as well with the track or well, not with the track sorry but with a, with a, the young drivers Canadian and modifieds um, you know it I, I always like seeing other people's perspective because I've been going to Delaware since I was 16 so I, I know Delaware I've been around Delaware quite a bit um, Flamborough I spent a lot of time at Flamborough it's always interesting to see what everyone's opinion of the track is. Yeah. And that's, like I said, when I, when I went there to help out Jordan Morris and David Rockwood, you know, I just, I wanted to see the track. I wanted to, you know, see what it was all about and then, and then come out. And I actually got to go on the track, you know, we had a bit of a rain delay. Yep. So I got in Rockwood's 90 car and, you know, I went out on the track just to, to get a feel of the track and help dry it out. Yeah. So that was, for me, that was pretty good because you get an understanding of what the track is, you know, how the, how the banking is a little bit and, and then the straightaways and things like that. Right. So, and then you can just envision what your line is going to be while you're there. Yeah, for sure. Um, and let's kind of flash. For, so over the off season, you built, you, you guys said you built a second car um, and you guys have been running that one, correct? Uh, I haven't run or, the second car yet. Okay. I just, I just built it. Um, I, I built it to take two Flambrough. Yep. Um, not just for that uh, enduro. I want to run, you know, a couple regular uh, season events. Yep. Um, and then, you know, if something happened to my, my primary car for Delaware, then I would run it at Delaware as well. Yeah. Right. They're basically the same cars. One's a two door, one's a four door, but it's still the same. Yeah. Um, so how's your, how's it been your 2021 season going then? Uh, the, our first race, um, after all the practice with the car, I thought I had it dialed in and then we went to our first events and then I was really disappointed in the car. And I didn't understand what was going on because I didn't know why it was great in practice. And then I take it to the first event and then it was horrible. So I ended up finishing, I think, 15th that night. I brought it home and, you know, a little bit of back to the drawing board. And I went to check my camber and my strut was loose. So that's why the car underperformed that night. Yeah. So when I took it back, I fixed it all up, took it back uh, two weeks ago for that race. And then the car was, uh, I was in, I was in top 10. And then uh, Jordan Morris actually got a little loose coming out of turn two and he come right down in front of me and I would have drove him right through the driver's door. So you got to back off, right? I'm not going to, not yeah. going to do that to somebody. But when you back off that close to the end of the race, a couple of cars kind of scoot underneath you. And then that was the end of that one, right? I ended up finishing 11th, even though I was sitting eighth at the time. So, so then, you know, go into last Friday that just passed, no changes had to be made to the car. Everything was good. You know, start the heat race. Everything's going fine. I'm starting at the back. By lap four, I'm already through half of the pack, you know, and then that's when I got taken out by the, by the rookie. Yeah. So up until that, the, the car, the season was progressing. 
You know, I went from 17th overall in the points up to 12th in one race. And then, you know, now I dropped back down because of, of the crash, but yeah, the car will be ready to go for Friday and we'll get back up there again. Perfect. Um, so, you know, right now we're going to jump into our fan question period. Whereas I told you before we jumped on here, we put out questions early in the day and our people will submit questions and we got a few here for, for you. Are you ready to answer, answer them? Absolutely. All right. So the first one comes to us from Slay Sue. I'm hopefully I think that's correct. Um, they, they actually send in three, so I'm not going to, I'll kind of run them off after you answer them. Uh, do you expect or want to expand the just for kicks race team? Well, absolutely. We've got, like I said, my best friend, he's joined the team. So the magic man, that's Rob Wollaston. Um, he's part of it. And then uh, we have one other guy right now that wants to build a car. Um, he actually works for Rob as one of his team members. And uh, so hopefully next year there'll be uh we'll be a three person team, a three car team. So, and then obviously my son, he, he's chomping at the bit right now to, uh, to get in there, but he needs to feel a little bit of the pain as to the cost associated with all of this. Yeah. The car is not a problem. I got a car I can put him in, but I don't have all the extra equipment. And if he wants to run it, that's fine. But you got to go buy all your safety gear because exactly, you know, you got to feel some of the pain. You know, especially when you're going for safety, you can't uh, you can't cheap out either. No, exactly right. I mean, that's the one thing. You know, we're bone stock. I understand, but I mean, you know, your full roll cage. Your seat, your harness, your racing suit, neck brace, you know, it's all there. Yeah. And like I said, when I hit the wall Friday night, I mean, I bet you I was doing well over 100 going into the turn when I hit that wall. I didn't feel anything. Yeah. You know, so that's it's there for a reason. Exactly. Uh, the second question is, where did the idea of the Wonder Bread and Old Spice on the team cars come from? Uh, that's the magic man and I, I mean. We've been friends for well over 20 years. Um, we've done a lot of silly stuff in the over the years. And that's just, you know, it's, it's one of his favorite movies and it's one of my favorite movies, you know, and everything starts drinking a beer and then off we went, right? So, you know, I painted mine and his car was at my place and then I just started painting his, right? And everything on the two cars is paint. I mean, it's not stickers. It's all hand painted. Oh, wow. Well, they definitely look like sharp cars. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, the third question is how do you prepare for race day? Uh, throughout the week, like as long as I'm not, I don't have to wrench on it. I mean, I still do, you know, I'm always, you know, you check the wheels, check the tires, check the bearings, get everything. And then the very last thing I do is I take the car outside and I'll wash it. I wash the race car before every race, you know, and make sure all my gear is in the car because I worked at four o'clock and I work in St. Thomas. So I got to get home, load the car and then get to Delaware for as close to five o'clock as possible. Yeah. Sometimes you win, sometimes you don't. All right. It's, 
it's the joys yep. of traffic oh for sure um I, re- I remember those fridays trying to get down to delaware um i live all the way out by um, orangeville and brampton area so heading out to delaware for a friday night i was leaving school at two o'clock in the afternoon just to hopefully be there uh when, yep. even even when the gates open that's what that's where our goal was so it's it was never fun and then always watching the late entries come in and yeah, it was, exactly. it was always funny to watch. Yeah, been there, I've seen that. I've even it's been me once. <laughs> you're trying, you're trying, and just everything's against you while you're trying to get there. Typically, that's the way it goes. Yeah, that's why you know the the night before, like all the tools, all the everything is ready to go. I even have the truck and trailer here the night before, so I don't have to do anything. Just load it and go. Hey, that's that's that sounds like a good idea. Um, our last question comes into us from Megan Mitchell and she goes, how many tracks have you raced at and which one was your favorite and why? Uh, I've only raced at three. So, um, Delaware is my home track cause I live in London. Uh, Grand Bend was the second track. I don't mind Grand Bend, but my very first time ever being at Grand Bend, uh, I was in a wreck and it completely destroyed my car so i'll go back to grand bend but it's always in the back of my mind that this was my one and done i went here once and i wrecked my car um and then obviously the third track would be flambro um delaware is still my favorite uh it's obviously it's it's just my home track it's it's right here in london you know it uh the speeds and just everybody that you've you've raced with throughout the years you know i understand when i i do go to flambro i have there's a lot of delaware guys that come up you know they run friday night at delaware run saturday night at flambro and then they'll run sunday at, at grand bend yeah you know, so that's a lot of those guys that's what they do um so the three tracks those are those are the ones i've been at nice and you uh so you know what? That's gonna wrap up our fan question period. Uh, we want to thank all of everyone who submits their questions in. Uh, we want to thank Joe for answering those questions for us. Oh, thank you for asking. <laughs> um, so now we're just gonna kind of jump back in here and, and talk about and talk about racing because that's that's what this whole pre- premise of the podcast is it's just talk about racing where um so I haven't been out to Delaware since probably 2016. Uh it's been a while for me. Um, but I'm making a return actually on August 20th, um, to go watch some racing that night. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely a great track to go to. What is, what is one thing if you're, if you're trying to draw people to come to the track, what is one thing you're telling people come check it out for this? It's just the speed, the cars. I mean, they're. There's not, it's Delaware is the bigger track, right? One of the bigger tracks around. So with the bigger tracks, you're getting more speed. Uh, The car counts, to be honest with you, this year have been pretty impressive um, because they have been declining over the last little bit. You know, everybody's doing their thing or whatever. But uh, this year, uh, maybe it's because nobody really got to race last year. So there's a lot of traveling cars now 
and the car counts for all the divisions are actually pretty pretty substantial compared to the past couple of years. And then it's just just the sheer size uh, of the track, right? Up in the stands, up on the hill, you know, nothing beats looking up in the stands when you're on the track and you see people from one end right to the other out on the grass as well as in the stands. That's that's the one thing I'll, I'll admit I fully love about Delaware is the fact that it's built on a hill and they took they take full advantage of it. Yeah, it's nice. And then, you know, yeah, especially with the kids. I mean, you know, sometimes the kids, their attention span is not uh, not the greatest. But, yep. you know, still, you see all the kids that are up there. Um, we're hoping that they'll let us uh, get back to the fan appreciation where they get to come down down to the track. We're hoping that'll happen this year. Because um, I know there's one scheduled for, for Flamborough in a few weeks. Um, but, uh, yeah, Delaware, they're, they're not there yet. They're, they're a little gun shy to go with that, but, uh, I, I hope they do it. You know what? I think, I think the thing is, is that we're all kind of, uh, we're holding to see where we're at when it happens. Right. Cause like not this past weekend, but the weekend before we were supposed to have at Flamborough, um, our, uh, 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 kids ride night. Yeah, yeah, they uh, uh, that got canceled. I remember reading that. Yeah, unfortunately, because of COVID, you know, it's the, the all the restrictions still. It's something we can't do, and and it, it's still on the schedule. So that way, it's you know, if if we do get moved into the next stage here, hopefully, you know, in the next week or so, two weeks or whatever the the case will be, um, you know, maybe we can have it back on the schedule before the end of the year. Because when we go back racing here next uh, after the after the fourteenth, we got six weeks of racing left. Yeah, it's uh, the season's going by very fast. Oh yeah, we're we're looking to get about eleven nights in with the CVM, so that's uh, it's it's no it's no small uh, uh, no small feat, especially you know for any class really. You you're running six weeks in a row. You're hoping your your equipment can keep up, kind of deal. Yeah, with it, we're running. Uh, this will be three weeks in a row for us. We're going to have one week off and then away we go again. Yeah. Uh, so you, you just kind of hinted at what the rest of your schedule is going to look like. So you got about six races left as well then, or? Uh, or five. Or five? five left. Um, we had, we had nine and one was a rain out and three we've run. So we got, we got five left to go. All right. Um, so what are your, so as you know, the season's in full swing, what are your uh, end goals or, or places you, you feel you want your program to be at the end of the year? Well, at the end of the year, like my goal is I got to be back up into the top 10 again. Um, and that's, that's no different from, uh, from the magic man too. He's got a, you know, there's a goal there for him as well to, to be up and he's, driving his new car this year, which is a lot faster than his car uh, that he had the last season, which ironically, it's kind of funny because there's somebody driving his old car and he's a rookie and he's struggling in that car. Yeah. Just doesn't, doesn't quite understand um, how the car handles and things like that. So, you know, 
Um, it was a little bit slower of a car. Maybe it was just a little older, a little tired, you know? So now that we were both in some fresher cars, a little bit more power, right? It's the expectation yeah. is obviously higher now. Oh, for sure. You know, you, you guys got to, you know, you, 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 the goal for everyone is to go out there and win the championship. But, you know, as the season progresses, you start, you know, also changing up your goals a little bit to like, this is what, you know, championships that I reach this year, let's go for this kind of deal. Right. Yeah. It's always just uh, right now because uh, of where we're at, right. It's, it's, we got to do better than we did the last race. Yep. If we do better than we did the last race, everything else will follow in line with it. Right. Sometimes, you know, it's your night. Sometimes it's not. I mean, that's just part of racing. Yep. But if you can do better the next race than you did the previous one, that's what it's about. Yeah, for sure. Um, kind of looking forward here. Is there chances of you moving up to a different division or are you just happy where you are staying at Bonestock? No, I, I definitely want to move up. Um, I don't want to go to the V8 class. If It's got to go up to like at least the super stock. The late models, that might be just a little bit out of my reach. I don't know how many yes dear I understand <laughs> that would, uh, would take to get me into one of those cars. Uh, but I would expect it to be a lot. Yeah. But uh, a super stock... I think that would be uh, the next one for me. Okay. Not sure if I'll be able to have three of them. Like I have bone stocks, <laughs> but you know, you gotta start with one. I was going to say fingers crossed. You can have two just in, just for, just so you have a backup. Well, I'll see. I, I tell the wife that all the time. <laughs> you always got to have a backup plan. Exactly. See, I tell her that all the time. <laughs> Cause, cause yeah. what if you, what if you want to run Delaware Friday night and then you wreck the car there, but want to run Flambro Saturday night? See? Exactly. <laughs> see, there's a reason for everything. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know what, man, it has been a definite pleasure talking with you. Um, I, we're just going to wrap it up almost here tonight. Is there anyone you want to thank? Uh, just, uh, you know, the magic man, he's actually standing off, off behind uh just listening in you know my wife and my boy who's unfortunately not here right now um they're there and then obviously all the sponsors like the magic man he's you know he runs uh keeping up grounds care uh i just picked up uh kenny upole as a, as a brand new sponsor uh we have uh waste connections of canada uh john zubik's and uh blue beacon they uh they just came on that's uh, where my son works so they were excited to have their name on a race car right so you know and just everybody out there if it wasn't for them coming to the track we couldn't be doing what we're doing for sure you know uh that they're the, they're always the ones that make this happen right that's the that's the that's the that's the dream of us right we just want to go out there and have some fun racing right well exactly it's no different you know, when I got to play with my race car at home to get it ready, I'll take it for a drive through the neighborhood. And it's so funny to see all the kids just losing their mind. Like, oh, my God, oh, my God, there's a race car. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, it, it does. It does put a smile on your face when uh, when you see the kids even at home looking at the cars and uh, getting excited about them. Exactly. 
Well, Joe, we were not going to take you take up uh, much of your time tonight. We want to thank you for jumping on with us this week on the True North Racing Podcast. Um, other than that, man, I got nothing else to say. So we'll get you back, let you go back to your race cars to uh, get it worked out. Hopefully, uh, you do uh, pretty well Friday night down at Delaware. Um, I'll be watching on the Rogers TV feed. That's for dang sure. Um, yeah, well, if if you Googled it right now, you'd see my crash. I'm, <laughs> you would I'm, see it. I'm going to – I missed that part on Friday night. I'm going to be honest. I, I caught the feature, um, but I didn't catch the heat races, so I'll definitely have to go back uh, and find that from Friday night. But, Joe, thank you once again for uh, taking the time to jump on with us this week. It was a pleasure chatting with you and getting to know you. Um, and hopefully on uh, August 21st, I see you at Flambro. Yeah, I'll be there. All right, man. Have a good night, all right? All right. Thanks, bud. I'll talk to you later. You too. Bye now. Right. All right, guys. That was Mr. Joe Kicks of Just for Kicks Racing. Of course, we want to thank him for jumping on with us this week. It was a pleasure chatting with him and uh, getting to know him. And hopefully, uh, on August 21st, there I get to meet him uh, when he when he makes a, a an appearance over there at Flamborough Speedway. Uh, next week on the show, guys. You guys will find out Sunday, I guess. Um, ne- this will be the last episode of the driver's seat uh, until after the. Um, the week closure there at Flamborough Speedway because they're filming a movie down there. Uh, so we are letting the girls have a vacation week. Um, so next week there will be no driver's seat. But, of course, guys, tomorrow there will be an episode of the driver's seat. So we'll make sure you guys are checking that out. Um, hopefully you guys are subscribing, liking, commenting, sharing, whatever you guys need to do to help us reach more people each and every week because it, it is you guys that help us distribute your favorite podcast out to everyone you know and hopefully get them to check it out um if you guys want to be guests on the show of course reach out to me we have openings uh our last episode will be just after thanksgiving weekend um so if you would like to be a guest on the show please reach out we will be more than happy to have you on it's always a pleasure getting to know people and seeing how their uh how their race season's going um other than that guys i got nothing else for you this week but make sure you guys are checking out the driver's seat. Make sure you guys are staying tuned to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Jomo Media. And for to stay up to all stay up to date on everything that the Jomo Media drivers are doing. Uh, we got few, uh, about 10 of them this year, which is awesome. Uh, you guys can see how well they're doing each and every week here on our Jomo Media Rundown. Unfortunately, I didn't have that this week. Uh, but yeah, uh, make sure you guys yeah stay tuned there as well to follow up on... Uh, the driver's seat, the True North Racing Podcast, and uh, whatever else we guys are going to come up with here soon. Um, so other than that, guys, I got nothing else for you. So once again, my name is John Morrison, and you guys are listening to the True North Racing Podcast brought to you by Jomo Media and Promotions. We'll see you all next week. Bye now. Bye.